Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. I'm in everybody's favorite reading book, First Chronicles. When you just want a little light reading, that's the go-to book, isn't it? It's right there with Leviticus and the two books nobody wants to read. But there's golden nuggets all in the Chronicles. You know, Chronicles is more from the Lord's perspective than Kings. It's more, it's more of a spiritual book than Kings. Kings is more historical. And, and Chronicles deals mostly with Judah and Jerusalem. And the Kings deal with both nations and the fallen of, the, of, the, of, of both of them. And so this is... Uh, this is a list of God's, God's men and uh, David's men in particular. First Chronicles chapter number 12, I'm going to read one verse. I may tag it with verse number 22, and I won't be long tonight, I promise you. I'll have you out before the Cracker Barrel closes. First Chronicles 12, this is just right off the cuff tonight. Just, uh, just a little thought that, that come on my heart. You found 1 Chronicles 12 and 1. Let me hear you say amen. amen. Now these are they that came to David to Ziklag. While he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. Father, I love you. Thank you for the night. Chance to be here for all the good singing. I'm glad my foot's on the rock. I'm glad I can fall on my knees. Praise the name of God forever. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. We know, Lord, that we know that one day you're coming back. And I'm looking for that day. But tonight, God, the lot has fallen on me. Help me share with the people what you put on my heart this afternoon. I pray you'd fill my mouth, guard my tongue. Help me preach inside the bounds of the Holy Writ. God, let us be reminded about the helpers in the war. I'll give you praise, honor, and glory for it all. I ask it in my king's name, Jesus. Amen. And amen. Now, this is not a, a, any message out of the Word of God's a salvation message, but this is this is straight to the church. I'm very loud up here. I'm sounding loud. Am, am I loud out there? A little bit. <clears throat> yeah, then, and when the back row's saying you're loud, you're probably a little loud. But uh, this is concerning David. Now we have in this chapter a list of these men that came to him. You don't find this in Samuel when he spoke about this. You don't find the list, the, the tribes that they came from. It's very interesting that, that some of these are from Benjamin that came to David from the family of Saul and probably, most likely, some relation to him, close relation. We know that they were general relation but they were closely related to Saul, but they have sided with David. Now, if we go back in, 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 in the Bible to the story briefly, briefly, and I'm going I'm to throw a couple of things at you, but briefly we go back and we find, we find when, when David had ran away from Saul, he says there's but a step between me and death. And he's trying to run off. And he's running, literally, David's running for his life. Saul's tried to kill him three times. 
and, and he's failed miserably. Why? Because God had anointed him to be king over Israel, and he was going to be king. That's why. Hey, Saul couldn't have killed him if he'd had a nuclear weapon. God had to put him in a hole somewhere, and he never got him killed. But he's run, he's hid, he's been in the cave. Now, he comes, and he, he runs off with these men, and he comes to Ziklag. Ziklag was a place that they had previously inhabited, but now the Philistines had taken it over. And he comes and he sides, he sides with the man that's a Philistine, and, and, and it causes great grief and turmoil. But God providentially keeps him from fighting against the family. There's a lot of that happens in the churches today. God providentially keeps a war from going on. You'll say, I wonder why that one left or that one had to go. God knows what he's doing, and if he changes a vineyard, he's providentially saving or sparing somebody from something. Or there may be a greater need there than there was here. God knows what he's doing. Romans 8, 28, still true. All things work together for good to them that love God, which are the called according to his purpose. It's his purpose. He's got a purpose for you tonight. Has a purpose for me. He had a purpose in this. He's teaching David something. My thought tonight is the last part of that thing. Helpers of the war. That's what we are. That's what we need. David needed that in the day he went to Ziklag. But when he went and he was providentially spared from fighting against his own people, you know what happened? While he was out there, the enemy was behind him and took what he had. When David gets back to Ziklag with the men, now these are the men that left all to follow David, but when they get back and it didn't turn out the way they wanted it, they're ready to stone him. God's working. Now these guys, these guys are there, they're broken. Every, what if you went home? What if you were at work? We, we read these stories and we don't apply them to ourselves. What if you're at work and you come home and some heathen gang has come and take your wife and your children and run, kidnapped them and gone? I know what most of us rednecks would do. We'd load up with whatever kind of ammo we got, and 42 guns, and hit the road and, and chasing them down. You know what David done? David sat down and encouraged himself in the Lord. Before David done a thing, when his guys that had forsaken their families to follow David, what did David do? He just sat down and encouraged himself in the Lord. And he said, Lord, this is where David's a picture of Christ when he puts on the ephod because the ephod was for the priest. But David puts that on. That's typifying Jesus right there. He's not only prophet and king, but he's priest also. And that's one of the times that he's revealed as that in Scripture. And he, he puts that on and he, he, he asked the Lord. He said, Lord, shall I go? Shall I pursue? And shall I recover? And the Lord said, pursue and recover all. You're not going to lose one thing. Watch this. David didn't just sit there and wait on it to happen. He had to get up. Not only did David have to get up, but the others that's with David have to get up. 
You know what he needs? He needs some helpers in the war. If they're going to get back what the enemy's taken away from them, it's go, David's not going to do it by himself. Now David's going to lead them, but somebody's got to follow, and the followers have got to help David do what's necessary to do to get back what the enemies took. And David goes, and David recovers all. The, the favorite, one of my favorite parts of this story, Brother Andy, is this. When David, some of them are too faint to go. That, that, that we would apply that today. They're too sick to get it done. They couldn't do it no more. So they go and they get it all and they bring, they bring it back. They not only get what the enemy took from them, but they get what the enemies took from everybody else. Now it's more than they started out with. Ain't that just like God? Isn't that him? You start out, you get back or you recover. You got a little bit, but he adds to you. That's just like God every day. And now he's got what they had. And when he comes back, there's, some, there's always some from Belial. They're in the Free Will Baptist and the Pentecostals and the Southern Baptists. There's always some of them somewhere stuck. The complainers I spoke of this morning, they're out there somewhere. You know what they do? They say, don't give none to them. They don't deserve it. I'm just going to tell you, old friend, it's by the grace of God that you got it back in the first place. It could have been you that was unable to go. And what if you was wearing their shoes and they come back with all this bounty and looked at you and said, sorry, can't have none. God, David said, no. It's not going to work that way. We're going to give them too. So the guys that couldn't go still got everything back. And then some, you know why? Because it's on the right side. That's why they got it back. It's on the winning side. They got it back. Now, had they never chose to be a helper in the war, sure, they, they, if they'd have stayed with Saul, if they'd have stayed with Saul, long story is this. Had they stayed with Saul and they'd never went through these experiences, you know what they'd done? They'd have been defeated in the battle because the ones with David's on the winning side. Now, all this being said, you know what that was doing? When these guys came to David, and, and listen, that, here's what they could do. They could, they were armed with bows and could use both the right hand and the left. They were ambidextrous. And hurling stones and shooting arrows out of a bow, even of Saul's brethren of Benjamin. So it's his own kinfolk that's come. But you know why they could be a helper in the war? Because they'd been in a war. Because they'd been in a war. They knew what to do when the war ensued when the battle was on they knew what to do why because they'd been there before Jimmy you can't be a helper 
unless you've been in that battle. So, we can all be helpers in the war. We need helpers. It's not for Mike McCoy, the first free will Baptist church. You understand it's for the kingdom of Christ that we're helpers in this war. And we're on the same team. All of them that are preaching fundamental truths, the book, the bud, the blessed hope, the only way to heaven is Jesus Christ and him returning again for the church. The people that's preaching that, I'm with them. I'm not against them because they have some other name over their door out there. But now if they're preaching contrary to this book that, that, that salvation's unnecessary and just being good enough gets you there, they're not on the same team I'm on. Different team. Jesus said you must be born again. Jesus said I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father but by me. Hey, that's what Jesus, I'm a, that's the team I'm on. Now, being in that, here's what we've all done. Everybody in this room, everyone in this room, everybody watching, or anyone's ever going to hear this. We've all been in a battle or two. Everybody in this room's been in one. Some of you in one right now. But you know what we can do? We can take that experience and we can be a helper in the war. Let me, give you, let me give you just a few little things that we can help in. Number one, everybody in this room that's a Christian has been in this war. Randall said it. I spoke to somebody that's been coming to church here for several Sundays now, and, and he's unsaved, and I'm, God's a plowing his corn every Sunday. Every time he comes, he leaves here, can't even hardly talk. How come I know what he feels like? Because I've been that guy. So we can all be helpers in the war on sin. We know what that conviction's like. We've been down that road. We've seen that on people. We understand what that is. And they're miserable. We don't need to add to the misery. We need to try to, God the Holy Ghost does that. Don't you try to do what the Holy Ghost does. You let him do his work. He knows what he's doing and we don't know. His ways aren't our ways. But what we can do is we can be a helper in that war against sin. Say, hey, I've been there. I've been down that road. I'm on a better place than I've been back then. It's better on this side. We can encourage them and be a helper in that war on sin. Because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We all know that. We know that. We know that, so by the knowledge of that, the experience of that, you know what we can be? Helpers in that war. We can be a helper in that war. It's not only in that, but here's, here's what some, and, uh, and uh, so everybody in the church knows the, the deal with Andrea and what all she's been through. But uh, now Andrea's, Andrea was one of the best soul winners. I mean, she's like, she's like on Chris Rumfelt level. She's a soul winner. And, uh, and so, but she's been through a war that, that I don't know about. I mean, I've been with people that's in that same place, but I've not been where she's been. But, but 
It is in this. It's, it, it's in the war of suffering. Now, she can be a helper in that war. You know why? Because she's practiced at it. She's experienced in it. And even though her professional uh, uh, her, uh, her, 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 her job as a professional health care worker, she knows what's going on in her own body. That just adds to, that just strengthens the arsenal that she can be, she can be this, a helper in that war. Some of you suffered some different things though, like family tragedies or, or, or you've been, you've had children or just whatever it might be in the job. Some people's miserable in their workplace every day. They get up hating life just because where they have to go to work. They're just doing it because they have to have money to eat. God bless you. If that's you and you're working like that and going every day and you still hate it, God bless you. But you know what you can be? You're suffering in that place, you can be a helper in the war. Somebody else is going to be in that place one of these days. God's going to put them in your, in, 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 within earshot of you or in your very path. And you can be a helper in that war. You can encourage them in that place. You can tell them, say, hey, look here. I've been where you've been. God brought me through it. He'll bring you through it. Give glory to God whatsoever you do. Be a helper in that war. These people out there that's in the war right now. If you're not in the war, you've been in the war. Hey, we can be a helper. And in a lot of areas, it's in suffering. Now, I would to God. When that nurse or doctor, whoever it was, told Dennis, said, uh, said uh, uh, we hadn't seen people. We, we can't explain why this happened. Dennis said, I can explain why it happened. I can tell you why. Because the Lord. And that's one of his helpers right there. And in the battle and in the war, we can be a helper to the next one because they're going to be somebody. This blessed me. This blessed me when Brittany got up here to sing tonight because she was a little girl when they used to sing over in Old Sanctuary. And I kind of know what Delmer felt like. Delmer said, Delmer said, you won't understand this, Mike, until you've been there a little while. He said, and everybody becomes your kid and you watch kids grow up and they have kids. And you watch them and, they, and you know this. You know this. Look here. There's somebody coming behind me that's going to that's keep this thing going. And there's helpers in the war we can be helpers in the war of sin and the war of suffering but I think as Sister Donna said we've got camp meeting coming up next week and I've said all that to get to right here and I'm done so we've got camp meeting coming up next week we've got some people that's being put in places they're, they're, they're already volunteering they're from driving to cleaning to, to Tony said today trash he'd, be, he'd do trash just we need people in places to do this. Because you know why? You know why? Because the war is going to be in serving. You know what David was doing right here? He was serving them men, and they followed him. David led by example. He was a servant. David was always a. He was helping. He's always getting somebody out of a jam, helping somebody through it. Now, he had his share of sin, and we've all had been down that road with ourselves, and, 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 and God's helped us. And look, we've, we've had our share of suffering in one area or another. 
But it, and it's the, the next, the quickest thing that's coming up on us is this, is this thing with, with, with serving. And here's what's going to happen. It's going to be a war. Because somebody's going to say something to hurt your feelings. Somebody's going to buck line over here and get ahead of everybody in the chow line. They're going to come fuss at me. Christine made Dennis and I shirts two years ago or three. It was a complaint department. So if it's spiritual, they complain to me about it. And if it's, if it's food, I'll send them to Dennis. Somebody's going to complain. And look, that's kind of funny, but it's it just it's how it is. And when you're stressed out trying to get ever all the ducks in a row, it's easy to let that that war overwhelm you. But just know this, just know this, bless God. There's helpers in the war. They people will come alongside you. Hey, let me help you do this. Let let me be a help. We need helpers. We need God needs helpers in His war. This thing's. This thing's not a playground we're in right here. Say, well, there's nothing to that. Serving, go serve for seven days. Serve for seven days on the concrete cleaning plates. And then have people come through and say, is that all the corn you got? I don't like that kind of corn. And you want to say, go to Cracker Barrel. But you just take the thing and say, we'll give you something else. Say, that don't happen. I hadn't been pastor long. I had not been pastor of this church long. It's when the kitchen was still in the basement. And one of the godliest people I knew come through and we was having a fish fry to raise money for the children's home. And one of the godliest people I knew come through and chewed me like a piece of leather because that's all the fish that was left. And this thing, we'd been going for two and a half hours. I mean, everybody had eat all the fish. And for just a minute, I took it personal. It made me madder than a hornet. And then I just thought, you know, that's just how people are. I said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you a little money and send you to Long John Silver's. I'll buy you supper. We just run out of fish. They didn't want me to buy them supper. So, you know what? That's just how serving goes. Why? It's a war. What do you think it is? devil's going to plant a thought that's going to come out of their mouth. It's going to hit you in the ear, settle on your heart, and it'll hurt you. It'll hurt you if you let it. But we need helpers in the war that if somebody gets a little put off or out of the way, somebody comes slide their arm around their shoulder and say, hey, let it go. It ain't worth it. It'll be all right. You can't fix stupid. Don't call them stupid. Just tell, making a general statement here. You just can't fix it. Don't tell somebody they're stupid. You get me in trouble. You know what we have, though? You know what we have? 
we have opportunity to be helpers in the war. What a, what a great opportunity we have uh, this, up this coming week to be helpers in the war. And, it's, and uh, let me tell you, if we was to see one of these folks been sitting here and here on Sunday mornings come down to this altar and get saved any night, next Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday through Friday, any night, maybe some visitors coming, someone we never met in our life, they come in, they get saved in this, in this meeting, or maybe, maybe we do this. Let me tell you what, this is one of the greatest blessings I've received in a long time. And come get us a song where I won't keep going. Uh, I had a, I was up in Kentucky last week at Brother Ronnie Spriggs. We're up, up there, and uh, I didn't have, I mean, I was sweating bullets on what to preach. And uh, uh, I, uh, God gave me a scripture and, uh, and a little title and just a thought. And I walked out the door with a thought going to a camp meeting. That's a bad feeling right there. You want a three-point outline with all the illustrations and something you've practiced. And I've got up and just, 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 Lord just blessed it. And there's a guy caught me at the door, and here's what he said. He said, years ago I was a preacher. He said, I'm still a preacher, but he said, I've got my health. My health won't permit me to preach no more. He said, I, I can't do it. But he said this. He said, I'll never forget that message. This has helped me. As much or more than anything I've ever heard in my life. I had no idea. You know what I've done? I was a helper in the war. When we're a helper in the war, you know what that does? It helps us to help others. It's more blessed to give than to receive. That's not just talking about money. No. I talk, you, you're most valuable commodity you have is your time and when you give that when you give that people recognize it you'll be a helper in the war let's stand their feet we're going to sing if you need to pray about something you're welcome to come page 57 pastor mike mccoy thanking you for joining us at the time of truth